It's time for Golf DMV. Highlighting golf in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. And now, here is Claude Jennings. Welcome, everybody, to Golf DMV on 1500 AM Federal News Network Podcast One and GolfDMVPodcast.com. If you hear all the noise in the background, that's because we are at the season finale for Road to Par's uh, Putt and Puff event at Lake Presidential. Let me tell you something. A finales. Yeah. This is a finale yes. right here. They got comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> they comfortable. Here at Lake Presidential, you normally don't hear a lot of noise like this uh, at a golf course, but at these networking events, Desiree, uh, uh, by the way, uh, who is the, uh, I guess she's the CEO owner of Road to Par LLC, mm-hmm. right. she puts on these events. We're going to have her here. Listen, this is a, here's the deal with this show. There's a loose format to it today. Okay. okay. <laughs> so there's people here that we know. We've got Desiree who's going to swing Bob. We've got our in-house resident DJ who makes all the music for us. He's mm-hmm. going to swing Bob. We've got Byron Westbrook from uh, formerly of the Washington Redskins. Redskins, Gray. Yeah. With the Salisbury. He's a DMV guy. Yep. He's here. We've got him, so he's going to swing Bob. Uh, Garrett Strong from Lake Presidential who works here. He's an instructor. He said he's going to swing Bob. So for the next hour... There's three things that's going to happen. Number okay. one, you're going to hear the Golf DMV podcast yep. and the Golf DMV radio show on 1500 AM. Number two, you're going to hear a lot of music in the background. Yes. A lot of music. And a lot yeah. of noise. A lot of laughter. And a lot of laughter. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then number three, I don't know what else you're going to get. Right. You're right. going to get a lot of guests, right. and so we don't really know the order. It's a free-for-all. It's, it's definitely a free-for-all. And ladies and gentlemen, by the way, coming to the table now, we've got Byron uh, Westbrook. He's uh, making his way over to the table now. Um, and Byron, you're going to have to throw his headphones on so you can hear us and everything like that. He's coming to the table. Really appreciate his time today uh, on Golf DMV. Again, on 1500 AM, all things Golf DMV. You can go to golfdmvpodcast.com for it. Byron, thank you so much for your time, man. So before we get started with uh, just some golf stuff, uh, Byron, you're you're a DMV guy, right? Yeah, I mean, yes. you grew up, I mean, you went to DeMatha High School, yes. went to Salisbury, yep. played four seasons with the Redskins, five, five. five seasons yep, with the Redskins right. in yep. 2007. 2011. Yep. 2011. Yep. Cool. Let's talk a little bit about growing up here in the DMV mm-hmm. as an athlete because D.C. area has a great reputation for basketball. Right. But there's some good football players here, great right. football players like yourself. I mean, Lamont Jordan, a lot of guys who are DMV born and bred, born and bred yeah. made it to the league. Talk a little bit about being an NFL guy in the DMV. Oh, it was a big thing for me just because I was an undrafted free agent. Uh, like you said, Lamont Jordan, he came out, he got drafted. My brother, he was drafted the third round by the Eagles. So mm-hmm. I took the, the long, hard road to get to the NFL. Uh, went to Salisbury State, it was a D3 school. So I had a grind, but it was all worth it. Five years with the home team. I mean, it was a great, enjoyable time. Right, no, Perfect. absolutely. Now, at DeMatha, because, you know, DeMatha, I mean, whether it's basketball, football, yeah. whatever. Don't don't have, have, don't don't athletes. Yeah. What they do. yeah, that's yeah. what that's what they do. Talk about how competitive it was getting into DeMatha, getting right. playing time at DeMatha, right. and getting noticed at DeMatha. Yeah. So, when I was coming to DeMatha, Boys and Girls Club was very prevalent, you know, in PG County, Allentown, Camp Springs, for Washington. So, mm-hmm. all the great kids from those Boys and Girls Club, they were going to DeMatha. So, you never had to... Never had the the laurels of far as just okay. I'm better than everybody. I'm a start. No, everybody was great. Everybody oh, was was an all star on their team. So you oh, had to grind. Yeah. But it taught me a lot of things about myself about being patient, perseverance. Uh, I, I was growing, so my knees were hurting. So I had a bit of <laughs> adversity. So, but uh, it was all worth it. It made me very competitive. Um, maybe a better athlete and maybe a better person. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's a great opportunity at DeMatha, and I, and I enjoyed it. Wow. Now, you chose Salisbury. Uh, what made you choose Salisbury? So I had a couple uh, D1, AA, low-tier schools, uh, D2 schools that were like New York, uh, Maine, New Hampshire that – I really didn't like the code like that. So, <laughs> so um, Salisbury, Keep it real, bro. Right, Keep it real. Right. Salisbury is like two hours away from, from, from Washington, two and a half hours where I grew up at. So it was far away from me. Yet if I needed to get home, I was able to get home. And I never came home anyway. So, But the coach literally called my mom and my dad every day, every day. Where's Byron? Where's Byron? Where's Byron? So eventually I went down and took a visit. I liked, I loved the campus. It was a small campus, uh, about 7,000 people in the whole school. And I, just, and I said, yeah, I'm going and nice. I made a name for myself down there. No, oh, yeah, you definitely cool. did. So, you know, you get this call from the Redskins, yeah. the undrafted free agent, yeah. you were signed on the team. Yeah. What was that day like for you? Oh, uh, man, it was awesome because I didn't, I didn't expect to get drafted again with the Salisbury um, D3. A lot of kids don't get drafted by D3 schools, but mm-hmm. um, my agent had real good ties with Vinny Serrato, who was the GM at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
had a chance to go participate at, at the rookie mini camp, and mm-hmm. it wasn't a guarantee that I was going to even get a contract. But I showed off. You had a couple interceptions at the rookie mini camp, signed a contract, and I was that was my road to my, my five years with the Redskins. Wow. Nice. Yeah. And a lot of people, I mean, that's like a dream come true. Yeah. I mean, you yeah, grow yeah. up, you're playing yeah. football, then you get to play for the home team. Right. You know, when did it become real to you, like, yeah, I'm in the league. Yeah, I mean, it, it became real when I'm in the same locker room as Sean Taylor, Santana Moss, Clinton mm-hmm. wow. Porras, uh, Mark Brunel. So, and the best thing for me was that my brother was five years before me. So, I kind of right. was around NFL players already. So, I wasn't more shell-shocked. It was more so I was ready to get in and put a mark on my, you know, put my mark on that team and mm-hmm. do whatever I, can, whatever I can to make that team. You know, it's funny because a lot of people have assumptions of what it's like to be in the league. Right. Uh, but you lived it. Yeah. What are some of the things? Things that you hear from folks, and you're like, "Yo, that's just not the reality of what it's like there." Man, it's a business. It's a it's a business before anything. Uh, I remember my second year that I knew I should have been playing way more than what I was, but a lot of guys that were in front of me was making X amount of millions of dollars, mm-hmm. and I wasn't making millions of dollars. Right. So at the end of the day, my talent didn't matter. The money matter. Mm-hmm. And some some franchises they'll go with talent. Snyder, the Redskins, nah. <laughs> if I'm paying you $5 million, you better be, you better be playing. So, man, they couldn't justify me playing. I'm making 400000 Somebody else is making $8 million. They got to play. I'm paying you $8 million. You got to play. And it showed me the business side of football more so than I thought if I'm better and I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing, I'm making plays, I should be playing. Some teams do that. The Redskins just got one of those teams. They just wasn't one of them. Yeah, right. no, right, right, absolutely. And so you're in the league, you're playing with the skins, you know, you're in in, in the locker room. Um, you know, it, it's funny because like fans have these built up um, hatred for other teams. You know, like Redskins fans, speak on, speak on it now. you know, hate Cowboys fans. You know what I mean? Right, right, and, and, right. and so we got these beefs in the streets right, right. about our teams. Do players care at all about nah, this? Nah, players want to get paid and want to get paid. So they don't care if you a Redskin, you know. Cowboy, Eagle fan. As long as that check coming in on for, on Sunday, <laughs> hey, we good. <laughs> you know, one thing that that and, and I'm as progressive as most people, but you know, and I used to do it every year, but play fantasy sports, right? right? Uh, but one thing fantasy sports have done is kind of dehumanize the athlete yes, to yeah. where you're no longer a person to us. You're an asset on some fantasy league, sure. and I just want my points. Right. Sure. What is your thoughts on like the fantasy thing and the, and, and just understanding that yo? Players are people, right, and you know, right. you know, like if I don't play this week because my ankles messed up, don't get mad because your stupid fantasy team, may, you know, may not get the points that I get exactly. you every week. Now, I tend to not play fantasy football just because of that reason. I just know how much our bodies go through as far as just pain, going, fighting through the pain. Like I'm taking shots before games, every game, just to get through the game. Don't, don't fantasy points don't count. I mean, to us. Stats really don't count. Sometimes we want to get the win. If you winning, you you don't get cut. You know, if you keep winning, you you keep a job. And you see how the Redskins always have turnover on the roster all the time. They're not winning, but you don't see the Patriots have a lot of turnover on their on their roster because they have a great nucleus and, and all that stuff. But our fantasy stats, I mean, people don't care. Individuals care. Like, like you know, AB right now for the Raiders. Mm-hmm. He, he's a he's an individual guy. He cares about his stats. He don't care about you know the team wins. Right. But, so he's a great fantasy player to get. But <laughs> you, nobody on the, on that Patriots. You 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 rather not get none of those none of those athletes over there. So. You know, that makes a lot of sense. And and you know, uh, at the time that we're recording this, it's right before the start of the season. Right. And mm-hmm. so a lot of guys, man, who were on rosters this time last week right. aren't on rosters now. Right. And being in the league for five years, I mean, you've probably seen this. You've developed relationship with guys. Uh, and and work with them for several weeks through right. the summer and in camp, and then next thing you know they, they they're gone. Right. Talk a little bit about about how hard that is. I mean, you build up these friendships, you build up a kind of a brotherhood in the locker room, and then someone's traded or they cut. Right. It's funny because uh, my first year I got cut, you know, but mm-hmm. I came back with the Redskins. But just like you said, there's 90 people there. Only 53 can make the team. So. You know, 37 people, they're going to be gone. And you mm-hmm. never know what their future, as far as football is concerned, well, you know, where would it take them? So you kind of you want to build those bonds, but at the same time, you kind of just wait till the regular season comes before you really get to know somebody, mm-hmm. really become somebody's friend. Because, again, you never know who's yeah. going to be there. Right. You know Clinton Porter's going to be there. You know 
like I said, Santana Mar, Sean Taylor, mm-hmm. Laron Landry. You know those guys want to be there, but the lower tier guys, the undrafted guys, it's it's hard to try to maintain that friendship when you just not you never know if they're gonna be gone or not. So right. right. Do you play golf at all? Man, I, I attempt golf. It's a difference. <laughs> well, we all do. <laughs> we all do. <laughs> Join the club, brother. Right. <laughs> you made it to the the highest tier right. of the professional, you know, professional sports playing football, mm-hmm. tough sport. Right. What was your view of golf before you tried it, and what is your view of it now? So I didn't even, like, before I got into golf, I, I never was interested in it. You right. know, then Tiger started winning. You say right. you start taking notice of that. Then when I start having free time now, then I start getting out there. My brother got me interested in playing golf, so he always needs somebody to pick on when he, he goes out there and play. So <laughs> for the first two years, I didn't have my own clubs. I was using his clubs. You know, my brother's shorter than me, so mm-hmm. you know the club length and all it was. And my hands might be a little bit bigger than his on right. the grip. So right. I was out there just swinging clubs, not knowing what to do, but. As older as I got, you know, I got more interested in it. I started watching it on TV, things of that nature. So, and I, just, I literally just talked to the pro. I told him next April I'm in here taking lessons. So, oh, yeah. I, at this point, I want to get better. You know, I've, right. I've been doing it for a leisure, but now I at least want to be decent at it. So, um, I'm going to take it serious definitely at 2020. Get ready for a lifetime of frustration. Right. <laughs> so, you want to be good enough that you can talk smack to your exactly. friends. Exactly. And I want to make sure that my ball goes straight. Because the woods, I'm tired of wood. I'm tired of water. I'm tired of sand traps. So, where, where I want to hit the ball, that's where I want to hit the ball. So, 2020 is going to be my year. Here's what I tell my instructors. I don't want to be great. I just want to be better than these guys. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, but you got a project going out, uh, go, going on right now, like yeah. your, your podcast. And stuff. Talk a little yeah, bit about so what you got going I got on. I got a podcast called the Be Easy Podcast. Basically, it's just about life things, you know, what's going on in society, things that make us laugh out loud, and how to be better humans. So we're on all podcast platforms, uh, Apple, Google, SoundCloud, Stitcher. Um, we're just talking about, you know, again, what I'm going through as a 35-year-old man with my podcast. She's a 30-year-old woman. So just life stuff, you know, we're not talking about anything that people aren't related to no divorce, marriage, relationship problems, money, everything that we all go through, we just giving our insight on it. So it's a great thing, man. Please check it out. The Be Easy Podcast. Yes. Byron Westbrook, thank you I so much for joining the Blue Golf DMV Podcast. Again, everybody, it's the Golf DMV Podcast. We're out here at Lake Presidential, the Road to Par event. Uh, Desiree Walker. Desiree is in the house, too. Desiree, you got to grab it. Again, everybody, we've got a plan and a rundown for the show, but when you're at an event like this, you just kind of go with the punches. I mean, it just is what it is. Yep. You know, and so we've got Desiree here. Desiree at the microphone now. What an event you've got going on. It's the finale. Season finale. It's the season finale for uh, the uh, Putt and Puff event. Mm-hmm. Uh, we came out here for one of the earlier ones. I don't know if it was the first one. It might be like the second or third it one. It's like within the first three. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So let me just say this. At, at the end of every season, you kind of evaluate your golf game the season to see what was some successes, some failures, and things like that. And I got to say, and I think I can speak for the Golf DMV team, one of the big successes of this golf season for us was meeting Desiree and being affiliated with you. And so, despite, you know, still... You know, ridiculously high scores for me. <laughs> it's still been a successful golf season uh, uh, meeting you. So we're at the finale here. Talk a little bit about you know your season and, and how you thought uh, you know the Putt and Puff uh, networking events went. Well, I first want to say thank you for definitely coming out and for supporting. Um, it's so funny. Early on, I was like, you know, a podcast would be amazing and dope. I don't even know where to begin. And I remember reaching out to you all when I was, like, Googling, trying to find, you know, podcasts in the DMV. And I found you all, and I was like, I've got to connect with them. Like, this is amazing. This is spectacular. And so as I went into my third season with Putt and Puff, you know, my whole goal was to get more people in golf, get more people active with golf, stay them, you know, stay connected with golf. And when I was able to connect with you all, it was just, I mean, we, you know, it's like instantaneous. Yeah, like, sure, yes, yeah, we yeah. got to connect. We got to do it. And so I will say that uh, Road to Par has definitely had an amazing season. A lot of lessons, a lot of growth. Um, just like in golf, you know, some shots are bad, some shots are good. But you learn from each shot. Mm-hmm. And so as we, we it with our series finale of summer, um, series of happy hour, if you will, I would say that I would walk away with a lower handicap. Right? <laughs> the Park has a lower handicap this season. Um, and just growing and just being a part of the game, right? So I will say for me, my benchmark is each event, how many people say, I want lessons. 
And I will say, even tonight, I've had five, six, seven people say, I really got to get out here. This is beautiful. This is amazing. I want to be a part of this. And that's my goal. You know, we're all on this road apart together. So to be able to share it, to go play golf together, to learn more golf, to meet new people and network, that's what it's all about. Um, And so I, I appreciate you all, and I appreciate everyone listening and for coming out and supporting. Absolutely. That's a great walk with you. Yes, absolutely. Broken Park LLC. Thank you so much for being able to join us on this thank edition you, while we're here. Yeah. Yeah. And by the way, I was able to bring my wife out. My lovely wife, Sierra, is here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I said, hey, you got to come. It's the season finale. You got to come out. And so she was able to come out. Thank you for coming. We're here at Lake Presidential. And if you're at Lake Presidential, we've been trying to get with Garrett uh, for the longest. And he's here. Garrett, come on to, to the microphone. We want to talk to you a little bit about what you do here at Lake Presidential um, and the course itself. He's grabbing the mic. Again, this is our wild card show, end of the season at Lake Presidential. Uh, Garrett, thank you so much for being able to join us on Golf DMV. Man, thank you for having me. Uh, so you are, what's your what's your title here? What do you do here? Because I see you a lot on Instagram, yeah. um, and you're like giving lessons and stuff out on the yeah. course. Uh, talk a little bit about what you do. Um, so I'm the assistant instructor here. Uh, I also work in the pro shop part-time, but uh, I mainly just love to teach. It's my main passion. Nice. Teach so, how, so talk a little bit about your golf story. How long have you been playing? Uh, what um, so I started at Glendale uh, when I was like five or six, maybe. That's where I got born and raised. Are we all a little okay. sad that Glendale's closed now? Yeah. yeah. I was falling like a baby on Sunday. Oh, Monday. Wow. Were you there? You were there? Me and my dad actually had the honor. We took the flag down on Sunday. They played, oh, wow. yeah, okay. they played taps on a, on a uh, they had a bagpipe guy come in and play. Uh-huh. It was so cool. So sad, though. But yeah, wow. so that's where I started. Uh, with Troy Beck, actually, at her um, uh, summer camp program. Um, and then I played high school golf at South River and loved what I did. I probably took about two, three years off, actually. And then um, I just started watching teaching videos all the time, and I would help my buddies out, and I just wanted to make a living out of it. And then that's how I got here. Nice, nice. Yeah. And so as someone who gives instruction, what's some of the, like, main uh, repetitive mistakes that amateurs make? That's, that's a really good question. I'd say actually the one thing that I would say most people do the most that drives me up a wall is when they keep their head down too long. Okay. okay. So I just like broke the rule of instruction right there, but that drives me Well, because insane. everybody, everybody you play with, whether they're an instructor or not, they always say, oh, you lift your head up, you lifted your head up. And I heard that's like the worst advice it ever. It drives me insane. Like, it's, it's very cringeworthy for me whenever I hear it. Um, mainly because like when you keep your head down too long, I don't want to bore your listeners, but when you keep your head down too long, it actually limits your chest rotation. So if you look at your typical like amateur hacker, their lead arm will like break down and get like very chicken like wingish, mm-hmm. and that's because like they're stuck and they got nowhere to go, and that's mainly because they're doing. <laughs> okay, right. So that's probably like my number one that drives me insane. Um, and then, By the way, don't ever think you're boring our listeners. They listen to us every week, and I can't imagine how less entertaining this could be for listeners. And then I would say the other thing is people's like afraid slash misunderstanding of how to hit down on a golf ball. Oh, so explain like, that to us. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Dynamic, so like, is that what we're talking about? Yeah. So okay. like, I wish I actually had a club with me, but like when I actually flew out to California to shadow with George Gankus for a while, that's where mm-hmm. I learned a lot. Mm-hmm. But basically, like most golfers don't understand that the club is already pre-designed to get the ball in the air, right? Mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It comes with loft already. Right. So when most golfers break down, they try and flip it and scoop it into the air mm-hmm. instead of hitting down on it. When you have compression, that's what gets the ball up in the air. Right. So that, like my first 30 minutes with a lesson sometimes is I just try and hit, I will actually try and have someone hit in front of the golf ball mm-hmm. instead of behind it. Okay. And like the first time they do it, it blows their mind right. because it's a different sound. Right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, like, you guys can try this too if you want to. The next time you go hit balls or whatever, mm-hmm. put a T on the your right. You guys are right-handed. Mm-hmm. So well, I'm left-handed. Oh, good. So if you're right-handed, put a T on the left side of the golf ball and try and hit the T. Like, just lay it down flat. Mm-hmm. And most people like that blows their mind because they try and hit the T and then they actually compress the front of the golf ball uh-huh. and then it's gone. There we go. Right. And that's how I get them started. It's a whole different situation at that point. Yeah, I just wanted to ask, yeah. like, what was it like? Because uh, I've been following Gankus for a while before yeah. I met you. When I saw your story, how you how you got to learn from him, yep. that must have been dope, a dope experience. What was I, that like? I can't get back there soon enough. <laughs> it was so cool, man. I mean, he's the nicest guy in the world. Um, he knows more about the golf swing than I hope to ever imagine. Right. Um, and he actually loves what he does. That's the thing to me that kind of shocked me the most. He seems like an actual salt to the earth type dude. Like, it's not a show. Yeah. Like, that's how he is. Yeah, like, I, I like trying to dress like professional. 
professionally as I can when I teach because I think it's the way it's supposed to be done. Right. But like, and that's not a shot on anybody like him. But he'll teach in jeans or like he'll teach in cargo shorts and Gucci flip flops and a nice and a polo and like he's good to go. Right. <laughs> nice. Um, but he's. I mean, he cares more about the game than anybody. Mm-hmm. Like. He didn't have to spend any time with me. Like, I paid for my lesson, and I asked him to teach me some stuff, but right. he didn't have to. You know, he's making more money than anybody right. right now, and he didn't have to take... Like, if you were getting a lesson from him, he would pull me aside if I was hitting balls and say, hey, Garrett, like, I want to show you this. Or, it's a, yeah. It's a, it's a help your instructor. Yeah, he would be like, you know, when you start out, you're going to see guys that do X, Y, and Z, right. and this is an example of it, and this is how a good way how to fix it. Right. And, um... He took me to lunch both days. Didn't oh, wow. Have to, didn't have to do that. Oh, no, right. Yeah. I was hitting balls, practicing, and he was. He just said out loud, all right, I'm going to lunch, and I didn't pay any attention to it. And he was like, what are you doing? I was like, what do you mean? He was like, get in the car. I'm like, all right, let's go. Let's go to lunch. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Nice. Nice. And so that was, I try and stay in touch with him on Instagram. Um, I'll send him videos if I'm stumped on a, on a student, and uh, that's where it is right now. Okay. I'm going to go back out in November. Okay. That's not like a plan. Yeah, man. I'm, it's the coolest experience I've had so far teaching. Nice, wow. nice. So a couple of rapid-fire questions for you. What's your handicap? I'm back to a scratch. Wow. Okay. I'm taking a lot of work. Back to scratch. Back to scratch. Back to scratch. Okay. Yeah. okay. So uh, you're going to play 18. Uh, you can only take four clubs with you. What four are they? Ooh. All right. My driving iron. My seven iron. My 52. And my 58 my putter. Okay. How far do you hit your nine iron? If, like, if I need to hit it far, uh-huh. I can probably hit it at least 170. Oh, not a yes, 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 that's a strong nine. That's like back of the stance. Yeah. I got to hood it a little bit and hit, like, a really, like, hard draw. Probably <laughs> right. it's, like, stock 155. That's still normally good. And the sad part is, I don't hit it far compared to some of my buddies. Good, right. nice. Like, wow. That's the sad part. All right, Dream Foursome. It's you and three other players. Who are they? Got to be Tiger, Phil. Man, that's a good question. Uh, Tiger, Phil. Mm. Sam Snead, actually. Oh, okay. okay. All right. Going yeah. to old school. I can yeah. dig it. I can dig it. Sam Snead for sure. So if there's one course you can play in the DMV, not Lake Presidential, where are you playing? Oh, that's a good question, too. Well, I mean, I'm a professional media <laughs> guy, so I'm curious. I'm curious. What would you guys pick? I would pick somewhere. I, I would pick somewhere I haven't played, like Avenue or Congressional, just because I haven't played them before. Yeah, you know, what? I would probably say right now I'd probably say TPC Avenue. Okay. Oh, I played there. Did you hear that show? <laughs> I don't mean that. Just, that's just course throughout there. Yeah, I was hanging out with Brant. I was there with Brant Snedeker. So, actually, no, okay, okay, close to you, sir. Okay, good. Yeah. good, good. Oh, did I just name drop? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I, had, the, uh, I had the pleasure. I had the pleasure of playing Kings Valley actually. So two years ago. Nice. So that that would be okay. my number one, obviously. Okay. Okay. Because it's the best golf course in the area. One course in this area you will. Never play. Well, which one? Yeah. Marlton. <laughs> <laughs> Never again. Everybody knows. And I love that golf course, man, but that's broken my heart. <laughs> Marlton has taken many of golfers' money yeah, over its time. Oh, yeah, no. Never, ever. And by the way, we're going to talk about a golf course where no one should go. Yeah. And it's going to surprise you when we, you know. Yeah. When we, when we kill it. Yeah, we're mm-hmm. going to do that in the next segment. Cover it up. Uh, Gary, thank you so much for joining yeah, us on Golf TV. Really appreciate on. it. Oh, yeah, yeah absolutely, absolutely, man. we got to come back on soon again. Oh, absolutely. Yes, Maybe yeah. when it's a little quieter. Yeah. And we can, we, we, yeah. Yeah. These headphones actually work way better than I thought they would. Oh, yeah. So, like, I've never done a podcast. Ever. Oh, really? Yeah, and I've always, you know, listened to them and seen them, like, when they're recorded. And mm-hmm. I'm like, how can people talk when these are on? Right. But it's actually way yeah. easier than oh, I thought it was yeah, going to be. It's definitely great, yeah, especially you know. in, in a room like this yeah. where it's really, really loud. Yeah. So, yeah. cool. cool. Well, thank you, Gary. I really so appreciate you, it. I enjoyed it. Thank you. We also want to bring to the table our um, our resident DJ. Yes. But see, so I know him by three names, so I don't know which name to call him. So I'll wait until he gets to the microphone. And he can instruct us on what to call him, what, what not to call him. What his real name is. Yeah, if he wants to disclose his real name. Right, right. Uh, right. So you've got you've got several different names. What's the what's the name you want us to call you? Oh, King. Just call me King, man. Okay, King. Thanks, Gary. Take it easy, my man. So just call you King. Yeah, Okay, cool. Me. And you're the uh, you're the in-house resident DJ. Number one, thank you for all the tracks no that you problem. provide for us. Anything you need. For free, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Which is so key right now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, anything you need. I gave you access to the Google folder, so. 
Yeah, absolutely. And and dip and dab and dab. Great, great, perfect. <laughs> so you've been, well, you've been introduced to the game of golf. When was the last time you played? Woo! Yeah, a minute. A minute. But hey, uh, I'm a dad. <laughs> got it, got it. So now, uh, just your initial thoughts. Starting the game and, okay, I mean, so- um... I'm athletically inclined a little bit. Mm-hmm. I played college football, so okay. Once I knew the mechanics of it, mm-hmm. and I'm coachable, so mm-hmm. once we once Lawrence took, introduced me and took me to the classes, I pretty much I took to it well. I, I mean, I understand that it's a game against yourself more mm-hmm. than anybody, mm-hmm. and you got to just pretty much even if you're playing with four people, you got to just focus on you. Don't worry about what nobody else doing. You know, until you start drinking whiskey and stuff like that. <laughs> but, but other than that, I, I do like the game. Yeah, I like it, man. I, I really like it. When is the next time you're going to get out? Um, I'm going to try to play Enterprise before it gets cold. Because okay. my, my house is right behind it. So. Okay, great. You, get, you, guys, you guys have any questions for the, for the DJ? How do people get in touch with you if they want your tracks, if they want some music from you? Um, just go to my IG, Bo, um, at Bolo's Kitchen. Mm-hmm. That's simple. So explain, explain that to the people, Bolo's well, Kitchen. Bolo's Kitchen is a story behind it. It's uh, a, a brother who used to mentor me as far as like got me into producing hip hop tracks. He was killed in like 1997. Drunk driver took hit the car he was in and he died. But um, we used to study martial arts and we used to watch watch martial arts movies. So it was a character called Bolo. So I was the biggest dude out there doing it, but I was very good at it. You know, we was doing tournaments and everything. And um, also I could cook. So we would train, go to our seafood house. Then we would come back to D.C. and... You know, I'd be like, man, we could save money just to go to the grocery store and get some food and I cook it. And I used to cook. And so he he could rhyme, too, and he threw that in the rhyme. uh, The the line is just, I only eat from Bolo's Kitchen. So as a homage homage to him, that's what I name everything. I name my production company. Everything is named. Nice. For the only insider guys know that was in the group, but that's where that comes from. Okay, because I never never knew where you got that from. People would ask me all the time, why? He go by that like I don't know. Yeah, but that's the story behind it. Right right So this song you guys are hearing right now, not this song you're hearing in the background. Once we kill the mics here, the song that you'll be hearing us going out into the next segment of uh, Golf DMV will be a Bolo's Kitchen original. Thank you so much, King. Really appreciate it, everybody. We'll be back. uh, So listen, if you're a radio listener, you know the drill. There's going to be top of the hour news, and then we'll be back with part two. If you're a podcast listener, you know there's going to be some music taking you out. There's going to be a a commercial read from our very own Lawrence Brooks, hey, ladies hey, and gentlemen. Very fine. well done, by the I'm way. Um, and uh, and we'll be back with some course reviews. And I cannot wait to do our first radio teardown of a course. Uh-oh. And that's coming up next, folks. All right. It's Golf DMV. This is Golf DMV. Hey, everybody. It's Claude from Golf DMV on 1500 AM Federal News Network and Podcast One. I want to invite you to join myself and Kevin Stanfield for the Federal Football Report this football season. Join us every day at 7 p.m. following the Redskins game. Again, that's the Federal Football Report on Federal News Network on 1500 a.m. It's time for Golf DMV. Highlighting golf in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. And now, here is Claude Jennings. Welcome back to Golf DMV on 1500 AM Federal News Network, GolfDMVPodcast.com, also on Podcast One. Uh, we were able to get the music turned down a little bit here <laughs> at Lake yeah, President. It's a little bit better. It's a little bit better. bit better. We're at the season finale of the uh, putt and puff. Did you do any putting today, LB? No, but well, I did at home. Okay. Well, did you do any puffing today? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to finish some putting, some puffing when we finish this podcast. And we've got Reggie here. Reggie, you putt at all today? Uh, yeah. I had a uh, Romeo Giuliano. Oh, he must have been. Uh, did you he putt? Did. Oh, no, 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 no plan, no plan. Like so uh, the second part of the show, we want to do some course reviews because we haven't done uh, some course reviews in, in a while, of course, no. so we've got a ton of courses that we've got to review. Mm-hmm. I don't want to start negative first, so we're going to push one course back. I okay. want to start um, with uh, something... 
probably it's going to be short. Mm-hmm. Laytonsville. Yeah, it will be short. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, LB, <laughs> Vern, and I yeah. think Rick McCormick played yeah. Laytonsville. I had to bow out of that round. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so talk a little bit about Laytonsville right off uh, 108. It's yeah. in, I mm-hmm. guess, only, or Laytonsville. Uh, it's actually Laytonsville, I guess. Yes. That's why they it's call it Laytonsville. Right. Yeah. Um, talk yeah. a little bit. Now, first of all, Laytonsville, a Montgomery County course. Yes, yep. it is. Usually mm-hmm. in good shape. Always. How did it look? It looked great. Uh, <laughs> oh, go ahead, LB. No, I, well, we <laughs> said great. Well, for for Montgomery County course, okay, it was powerful. The course, I mean, I, I, the greens were fine. Yeah, greens were really fine. You, you remember some of them fairways, huh? Little, little, uh, little, I'm little, trying to think which one, like number the first number par five. Uh, yeah, the par five. Yeah, well, that one, but that is normal for that hole okay. for me. I'm just, I'm, you know, I play it all the time, so it. To me, it was regular. It was regular Laytonsville condition. Okay. You know? All right. Yeah. Where did you guys play from? Do you remember? Uh, 59. Was it 59? Yeah. 59. How, yeah, how long did that make the first hole? The short? So, four? super I, short. Super short. Because, so, Vern, usually, he, draw, out, he normally outdrives me. Right. So, my ball was, when we go first, we couldn't find it because we were looking too <laughs> far back. Right. <laughs> and, okay. it, and it was like... 30 yards from the green. It might, yeah, it might it be, even be a little closer, closer than that. Nice. Because we were, I was looking, I kept, I was about 70 yards back. This is for your ball. For my ball, and I, we couldn't find it. And then I just, so I dropped the ball and hit. And then as I'm going up to the, to the, to the hole, and then Vern's like, well, who ball is this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's my ball. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so, so then we couldn't even find Vern. Yeah. Right. We couldn't even find his because his is probably past the green over in that, in the, in the trash. Yeah. In the so long you grass. hit, oh, you hit past the green. I think so. And there's also a, uh, uh, for those who don't know, for Laytonsville, right to the right side of the, of the green, mm-hmm. there's, there's like a, a little path. cart path. It starts, it's kind of weird. There's no right. cart path and then it starts right by the green, like that's closer right. than you would think. Mm-hmm. So you can basically drive and miss the fairway by only a yard or to hit the cart path and, and then gone. bounce forward. And then who yeah. knows what happens. Exactly. Right. Okay, right. cool. Right. And so Laytonsville, you say it was in normal it was, shape. It was, yes. What do you think? It was in good shape. <laughs> he doesn't sound as confident listen, as I did. Like, it wasn't north. It was, it, yeah, it was all right. It's like not the best you've seen in MoCo, but it was it, yeah. was, it was in good shape. I don't, want to, I don't want to make it sound like it was in bad shape. It was in fine shape, like mm-hmm. B. Now, yeah. Laytonsville kind of reminds me of what we try to do at Falls Row when we need a pick-me-up. Yeah, beat down the did course. Did you guys mm-hmm. get a pick-me-up there? Mm-hmm. Um, well, I did because I've been playing like trash. Right. So I still couldn't put, right. but I played better. Okay. You know, so. Yeah, um, so. No, I kind of held Pat a little bit. It, I was, it was either plus 17 or 18. It was basically both you, you golf. You've been yeah. killing it lately. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be, yeah. Yeah, yeah, better than past years. Yeah. <laughs> better than past years. But it, that thing happens, though, when you do well just a couple times. You know, right. now, you expect eight, it now, yeah, right. now 89 doesn't feel like 80 anymore. It feels like 90. Right. And you want to be, right. you know, low 80. Yeah, no, right. absolutely. Yeah, so I shot 94. Rick McCormick. Uh, I think he didn't tell me. He wouldn't tell me his score, but yeah. it, it wasn't. It wasn't. 110 or yeah, something. Yeah, it was, it was, yeah, it was three digits for sure. Now, speaking yeah. of Rick McCormick, I remember our, our past uh, interview from last week. Marcus mm-hmm. Johnson said in a joking right. manner that he was going to write a song, song called Rick McCormick. Rick McCormick. Right. Right. I, text, I did text Rick McCormick yesterday to remind him to listen to the podcast. Sure. And I put a little smiley face with a little smirk on it. And he, he texted me back. He said, well, what does the smirk mean? I said, well, you listen to the podcast. Listen to the know. podcast. Yeah. But I shouldn't. Let me let me qualify that. Too. I shouldn't have to tell him to listen to the podcast. Because <laughs> I thought he was our friend. If you're listening on the radio, you didn't hear anything that happened in the last 15 seconds. What did, on I say? what did I say that was illegal? Because we censor, <laughs> we censor Lawrence on the show. So, wow. um, so Laytonsville, give it a grade. All right, Vern, go first since you, you downed it. I'm not down. You know, B. <laughs> B. No, here's what I'll say. For, if I have to go to Montgomery County, I'll have to drive that far. It's, 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 it's because because uh, Blue Mash is right around the corner. Right. Uh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? We could always go up to um, Hampshire Greens is closer. Hampshire Greens is closer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in, in a little in a little minute. So it was good. It was good. Good condition. Good Falls, Falls Road yeah. easier to get to for you? Yes, it is. Uh, yes, you're great for. Yeah, yeah. I give it a. I give it a. I give it a C. Okay. Oh, I okay. give it a C. I mean, because I mean, it is what it is. It it, it it is not the crown jewel of Montgomery County, right? I mean, this courses, but but it's decent. You know. Yeah, okay. decent, and, to, you know? And, and just and just to be fair, because I'm usually I try to be fair, guy. Uh, it's it's late. What? It's early September, late August. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's been through. This is Laysville is in great condition, considering that. Uh, it's, right. Yeah, we're it's been through a season. season. Right. And, you, and you got other courses in the area that that's, that's trash. And we'll get to one of yeah. those trash courses oh, in a second. So one. Uh, so I posted the other day or yesterday or the day 
Blue Mass had reseeded or re- uh, aerated their mm-hmm. practice green right. and it's come back in. Right. Mm-hmm. It is so, it looked like velvet. Honestly, I mean, guys, it is beautiful. Blue it Mass. Is so, it was, I don't know what I they're doing. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe how nice it was. I went, fact, I went I two days you, in a row. I think you had uh, said that uh, something about the superintendent. Like, right? yeah, he needs to, you need to be president. You should be president. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's doing a hell of a job. I mean, Blue Mass. He's doing Batman Guy in the White House. Is all, Blue Mass is always. Like, just on point. I mean, you know. So here's the thing. There's been several courses in the DMV that we have been tough on simply because they've been trashed when we played them, right? (laughs) Uh, Now, since we've been on radio, the beginning of August, we haven't trashed one course in the DMV. Nope. Nope. Not one. Mm -mm. So it's been about a month since we've been on radio. Right. Did we trash? We didn't trash the one in in Baltimore, uh... Oh, Diamond, not Diamond really, not really. We didn't I go mean, in hard. Though. No, I mean, well, because you talked yeah. about the course layout is fine, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. The greens are beautiful. The greens are beautiful. Man, the beautiful. The, see, fa- yeah, the fairways were, were ate up. Yeah. Right. And you said that they right. mentioned the fairways were ate up. Yes. Right. Okay. So yeah. this is going to be our first, the first trashing right. of a course mm-hmm. yeah. since being on radio. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it's probably the course you, you wouldn't... Um, I don't think you'd expect us to trash this No, story. not at all. Not at those prices. Not at because all. Because we've trashed, on the podcast version of the show, right. Marlton, Walden, mm-hmm. in Upper Marlboro. We've trashed Walden right. and Crofton. I think Marlton is probably worse than... It's, it's the punching bag. It's the go-to. Yeah, yeah. It's, the, it's the go-to yeah. to trash, yeah. right. And, and Walden, yeah, it's bad. Yeah, and Walden should be, too. Yeah, Walden yeah. should be... And for nothing else, the fact that we had to wait almost an hour, oh my God. an hour and a half to even tee off. Yeah, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, I would have left. I only played nine holes. Okay. And I wasn't even mad. I was like, I'm not missing anything. Right. I mean, you know, it's kind of, yeah. Although playing with Glenn was fun. Right. Um, so uh, we scheduled around at Renditions. Now, we've had mixed reviews about it. Every time I've played Renditions, it's mm-hmm. been great. Okay. But LB, when no. you played. Yeah, I've played over the years. And I mean, when I say over the years, I mean over the last six to ten years I played I don't play it every year it's probably every other two or three years or something I play it and I've never been impressed with it in the times that I've played it now so, Vern have you ever played Renditions I have not so what I'll say for the listeners for me I, so I live in BG County right around the corner from Renditions been playing since 2010 and I could never get a good read on it I would need two people like you said Claude I would mm-hmm. need two people who'd be like hey man you gotta play Renditions and then the next person would be like oh, never play it right. so I've never played it until this time because mm-hmm. I couldn't Get a consensus. Was it good or bad? Right. Yeah, we want to bring right. Reggie on. Reggie, have you ever played renditions? Um, well, I played the uh, when we played with LB and, and Vern. I think that was the first time that I played. Okay, um, but uh, I don't know. I had mixed reviews about it. I mean, I heard good things about it, mm-hmm. but the, the shape of the course. I mean, because when we booked the tee times, they they gave us a heads up and they told us that the, the greens would be an aerated. Mm-hmm. But as far as like the fairways and things like that, they weren't in good shape. And I think mm-hmm. the reason that they were talking about is that. Uh, we had a rough summer, you know, mm-hmm. one of the hottest summers that we've had in a while. So, I mean, the fairways were, were not in good shape. It was, I mean, it was bare. It was trash. Just yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you for yeah. setting me up, Reggie. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Were they the only course in the DMV that had a hot summer? Was it only hot in Davidsonville? Like LB was saying, there's no excuse. Was it only hot? Like right off, what is that, 214 and Like... Yeah, of course, of that caliber, it, it, it shouldn't be in right. that type of shape. Right. When you when you sell yourself right. as mm-hmm. golf's grand slam experience right. here mm-hmm. in the DMV, you cannot be trash. No, nope. right? There's nope. not there's not one part of the court. And when you're charging what you're charging, ninety dollars, ninety and I don't think range balls were included. No, they weren't. They were. They were not they because no, because I remember when I went to pay. And I, I, we looked at my, I looked at the time. I'm like, well, I don't really have time to hit the range balls anyway. Right. So he's like, okay, well, I won't add them because that was extra charge. Yeah, that was extra charge. So ninety bucks. Your cor- your course is trash. You've aerated. Yeah. And I can't get range balls. Yeah. Also, I'm going to take the aerated part out because everybody's doing that this time of the year. But like you said, listen, you guys have never heard me complain about price. I want to go play Bully Rock. It's 120. dollars I don't care. Let's do it. Right. Ninety three dollars <laughs> for some trash, bro. Mm-hmm. But, to give them, but, but to give them credit, though, I mean, when we did book the tea times, they did say the next time we played it, they'll give us a two-for-one deal. So, I mean, they did say that, but like it'll be said, he said, I'm not coming back. Good comeback. He said, I'm not coming back. No, I'm not coming back. Why, why yeah. would I come back even if, well, if for free, why would I come back? Right, and you I know agree. what I mean? I agree. So, and there's a few reasons for this, right? Okay. They don't even mention the fact that, they are, that every fairway is Ada. 
Right. Yeah. They don't even mention the fact that right. every tea box is chewed up. Yeah. Right. At least the grill was open. Yeah. Yeah. At some yeah. you know whatever that's worth. Right. Yeah. And then they give you this two for one mm-hmm. to make what, you come back. What Let's difference does that money. make? Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> why is it? Why isn't it a? You can play for. Free, you can come, come back, back and play, play for free. Right. When the course is in better when condition. <laughs> Right. That's what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, I think it expires yeah. this year. Two for one? Oh, it expires so, this, this year, oh, too. Yeah. This oh, yeah. Season. December 31st, 2019. Yeah, so about me. Yeah. I'm and done with so, it. And my thing is this. It's like, it's like okay, so what you're saying is the course is, is, is well, they only oh, missed the aeration. Wait, wait. So, I'm learning this for the first. Wait, you said two for one. That thing wasn't a free round? No. No, it was no, no, no. One. That's why you were saying what you were saying about $45. Right. It means we can come. Oh, hell no. Right, right. It's like we can come back with a buddy and we get to split one. Right. Why yeah. would I want to? First of all, why would I want to take anybody to your trash course? Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Number one. Although I did take Seth Mason to a few trash courses. <laughs> no, and they were trash. Hey, man, look, hey, look. I- I'll say this. At least Walden knows what they are. They charge 50 bucks. Exactly. exactly. $93? At yeah. least I'll drive some. an hour to, to Worthington. No, yeah. exactly. Right. And I'll pay more. Mm-hmm. I mean, Lake Presidential is in this area, is in that area. Yeah. Oak Creek is in mm-hmm. that area. Enterprise, yep. Enterprise is in the yeah. area. Yeah. Yep. Bowie is in the area. Yeah. <laughs> and at least it only costs 25 bucks. And it's a shame that we had to lose Glendale. Right, Glendale. Glendale's yeah, gone, yep. And your golf's Grand Slam experience? Right. Here's another reason why I think it's, it's kind of a ripoff. And, and it could just be because of my golf acumen or IQ mm. or whatever. I don't recognize any of the holes except four of them. Yeah. yeah. Amen Corner? I mean, they say. Yeah, Amen Corner and, and Amen Sawgrass. Corner and. and <laughs> We gotta talk gotta about talk sawgrass. About so, 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 uh, this is the reason why the round was saved. Okay, uh, the, the the sawgrass <laughs> hole, the Island Green. Yeah, but we'll get to that in a second. So anyway, you you ride up and they, and and they tell you, okay, this is hole number three at Royal Port Rush, and none of it really looks right. like the, it. Uh, right. You get Amen Corner, yes. And mm-hmm. the Island Green at TPC Sawgrass. Yes. yes, absolutely. The rest of them look like this another hole at another hole, another course. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If you didn't tell, if you didn't tell me what it was, I would never know what it was. Yeah, renditions. Yeah. yeah, and I'll tell you another thing. I think we were in a group before you guys. Yeah, but I think a two of the two of the holes the uh, sprinklers were on. on, on yeah. The that's yeah. Right. yeah, that's yeah. right. And yeah. you didn't have plates yeah. or automatic shutoffs yeah. or a yeah. person over exactly. there. Right, right. Exactly. That's right. Cause y'all cart got wet up or something. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. exactly. Because <laughs> so, you're out yeah. putting on the green, and then the sprinklers get the cart wet. Exactly. Cut it off. And none of the grounds people were around to cut it off. Or no. So it was, yeah. Yeah. It, it was, was some BS. It was some straight BS <laughs> going on that day. It was yeah. trash. Yeah. yeah. So, first of all, let's just grade it. For me, uh-huh. this might be the first time. No, it's not the first time. First time for radio that I've given a course in F. Okay. Mm-hmm. Renditions gets an F. Mm-hmm. But. And hold up. Before you. Even the staff was not. You know what I mean? They were they were just regular guys. You know, I didn't, I didn't feel any. I didn't feel welcome. You know what I mean? Some some places you go. Whiskey Creek. Yeah. Oh, Everybody's oh. like, hey, how you doing? Good morning. Come on in. Let me help you bag. See, these guys are like, yeah, the grab your car The guys at Whiskey there. Creek won't even let you touch your bag. <laughs> yeah. Right. You open the trunk. They got the card up to your car. They're grabbing your bag. No, I got right. it. I got it. I got it. They're putting right. it on it. Exactly. I didn't get none of that. None of that for my $93. Even the guy at the desk, like, he was just, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm here. I'm a nine to fiver. You know what I mean? I'm here to do my job and get out of here. I don't really care if you play or not. I give it an F. Yeah. But mm-hmm. if if I hear rumors that it's back, I ain't going. You, you can tell me about it when you can tell me about it when you play because I ain't going. So I, I ain't going the first time. I, I, all reason I went because y'all was going. I was like, okay, I'll Woo! give him another chance because every, again, every time I've gone, it's been not great. It's been crap. Right. And I've gone. And used to we used to go back when Sherman used to go for his birthday, which is in July. Early July, I think it's the second or something. Oh, okay, so we would always go for his birthday, July Fourth weekend yeah. or something. Okay, and it was always uh, you know hundred degrees, and of course to me was never all that. I was never impressed with it at all. Right. So, uh, so yeah. F, yeah, F and you're never going back. No, I never, never recommend anyone until one of you go and right. tell me. Don't look at me. It's, it's, <laughs> it's good that I'll go back. If if I'm going by you know Joe Blow sitting at a bar telling me, oh you got to go to renditions. Oh hell no, no. I'm not doing that. Burn. Expelled. Expelled. Okay. <laughs> Great. So it's never. Expelled. Now we've yeah. played Walden together. Yes. Would you play if you had to choose one? Well, I would play Walden first. You know why? You know why? It's 50 bucks. It's 50 bucks. Right. They know what they are. Right. And they know what they are. Not 93. You know what? I'll say this. What makes it such a shame, even even with the, the holes maybe not being so recognizable, some of them, mm-hmm. everything else about the course 
it has the $93 appearance, right? The clubhouse is really nice. The, yep, the yep, practice yep. area looks decent. Everything about it says it should be should be really nice or whatever. But they did, yeah, just just extra regular. Mm-hmm. And then, just, yeah, the fairways, man, just, just super trash. Yeah, yeah. It's, it sucks, too, as a PG County person where we only got four courses anyway. Right. That was one of them. Right. And now that one's out. Yeah, no, uh, crazy. Yeah, yeah, so I guess that for me. Reggie, but, well, before I do that, I mean, we talked about Walden. This past uh, Sunday, two Sundays ago, myself, my wife Sierra, and Manny, we went out to play Gunpowder. Mm-hmm. Much better condition. Hey, Rich, gunpowder. Gunpowder. Gunpowder, okay. Gunpowder in Laurel. Much better condition than rendition. Really? Much better condition. And they don't even try at gunpowder. I mean, you no, know, not to them. I mean, but they, they want to keep low prices. They want right. they want they want right. kids and families right. out. Yeah. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. way better. Reggie, you're great for rendition. You know what? I'm going to probably give them a, a D minus. Okay. And the That's reason I give them a D minus is because. Nice. <laughs> it, it, I, I tell you what, it was my first time playing, so I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. Maybe uh-huh. they were just having a tough year. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. I'm not going to play any time this year. <laughs> I will go next year. But okay. as far as like the layout of it, I mean, it, it, it was somewhat challenging. You know, the hazards, the layout yeah. of it. Mm-hmm. You could tell it could be a great course if it was in much better shape. Right. right. But. Right. Again, I, I'm going to give them benefit of the doubt. Okay. okay. Yeah. So, how did how did you enjoy Amen Corner and the Allen Green? And which one was that? The, the Amen Corner was uh, nine. Uh, the, ma- the Masters with the whiteboard on the last. Yeah, 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 I like that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I like that. It was I cool seeing the board and stuff. I hard that hole, so uh, yeah, okay. I, I, I like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. Now let's talk a little bit about uh, the the Allen Greens. <laughs> Must we? <laughs> so everybody knows. So that's TPC Sawgrass. Uh-huh. Basically, you know, there's water surrounding the green. It's an island. It's, it's an, an island. island green because it's surrounded by water. Not, it's not a big yeah. green either. Not a big no. green. Right. Versus slopes, yeah. too. Right. Yep. Who teed off first? You did? Did Claude teed off first or Vern? Claude did. Claude I teed did. off first. Yeah. And he was. First ball right on the green. Right on the green. Right on the green. Right on the green. Yeah, and then Vern steps Vern, up. Yeah, Vern was uh, on the back left of the green. He was on the back. Yeah. Right, right. Tees up, right. back left of the green. Yep. And it was my. Now, on the first part three, I said. I said, no, hold on. Now, 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 how far are we talking? From where we were playing, it was, this it's was like what, 100, 100 yards. 100, right around 100, <laughs> 100 yards. Yeah, it's right around 100 yards. Okay. Maybe 105 Keep at the Keep that max. in mind, folks. Okay. Right. So, on one of the earlier part threes, I stepped up and I said, oh, I'm not going to hit a hole in one on this one. I'm going to save my hole in one mm-hmm. for Island Green. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're going to hit a hole in one, it may as well be the Island Green. Why right. not? Why not? I mean, that's exactly. the one, yeah. Right. So, it was my turn. Mm-hmm. I got up there. And I hit one, and it was headed straight for the pin. Oh, right yeah. for the it was pin. Straight for the pin. Oh my god! And then it fell about twenty yards short of the green into <laughs> well, the water. The, water. <laughs> the golf guards heard you. Bla- right. The golf guards heard you blaspheming about <laughs> you know, holding one. Now, wait, before, before you do this, as we're as we're waiting on the tee box for the guys in front of us to, mm-hmm. to finish, right. LB goes through this story about Rodney. Right, about you right. and Rodney were playing yeah. some course yes, that had a similar Allen Green, yeah. and you were ragging Rodney for. No, I wasn't ragging him. I'm just telling you, it was just, it's a true story. He would, he would corroborate this. So we was we again early in our golf careers. So we well, were, before you do that, uh-huh. so everyone listening, just take out the fact that you heard he put the first one in the water. Okay, this hasn't happened yet. Okay, as we're driving up to the tee okay. box, you're telling us the story about Rodney. Yeah, Go right, right, right. So this was early in our golf careers. We were in. Uh, we stayed at. Don Shula's Resort in Miami, which I do not recommend at all. Uh, it's crap. Uh, we did, but we didn't know because we were early. It was early enough. Call for right? <laughs> it was some trash. But they did have a, a semi-island green, and at one point we got to this green. It was me, Rodney, a guy named Kevin, and my wife played, and uh, Rodney put seven balls in the water right. trying to get to this green. So it, was, <laughs> it got so bad that the grounds people that was on the side like stopped. And just fold their arms and stood there and watched. So we had a gallery <laughs> watching Rodney put seven balls into the water. Oh okay. And he kept, every time he would go back another ball, he said, he would say, F them. I got a bag full of balls. <laughs> <laughs> he just kept popping them, kept hitting them, and they kept going in the water. Now he's finally got one over now he's there. He's telling us this story as right. we're pulling out That's to T box. Right. Now right. we rejoin the story. Make his hole in one. We are, right. we, right. right. we rejoin the story already in progress. <laughs> I've, I'm on the green. Right. Burns, Burns on the on green. The LB has already put one, one in the, in the water. water. Right. Uh, what did you do next? I drop another ball. Of course, I carry. You always keep two balls in your pocket, right? Right. right. So, so you're like, okay. I drop another ball. Because how many times have we made a bad first shot and you just drop a ball, you hit the second shot, and it's perfect? Right. Exactly. It's only hundred yards. It's only hundred yards. I'm thinking it's like cool. He'll drop this one. He'll hit real quick. We'll be up there. 
right. right. No problem. No problem. Because short game is my thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's my thing, right? Except so, except that day. So I drop, I drop another ball, and this one uh, goes in the water as well. Okay. Right. So then I go to the my cart and I grab two more balls and I come back. Right. So I drop the next one. That one is hit again. Great shots. Hit it straight for the green. Mm-hmm. It comes a little bit short. And it ricochets off the uh, the wood, the wood, wood pylon like, yeah. in front of them. Right. And ricochets back into the water. Now, now I want to say. So we're at three now. Yeah, right, we three. three. At this point, LB's like laughing to himself. And I can't tell if this is a sad situation or what's happening. Because, right. because I'm, like, I'm like laughing hesitantly. Okay, we're leaving now, right? And he, 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 he laughs like the Joker, like a madman. As he goes yeah. back to his bag to get more balls. And I said, oh, we're doing this. Right. So, <laughs> so ball number four, if I remember correctly, he chunks. Right, I chunk that, and it goes like goes twenty, like 20, 20 feet, feet yeah. right into, straight the, straight water. into the water. Now, mind you, yeah. one of the young ladies there, uh-huh. who's the groundskeeper, right. she's over to the side near the near the the bridge to walk over to the green, right. and she just stands there and moves back. Right. Vern and I have a side conversation. I'm like, she doesn't know that she's safe as long as she walks on the green because right. he ain't right. on the screen. <laughs> I proceed to pull off. I'm like, okay. I'm just going. I'm going to move up to the green, and so I drive up to the green. She looks at me and says, "Is he going to keep? Is he going to keep doing this?" And I said, "Oh, he's going to keep doing this." Yeah. So we're on ball number four. So now go ahead with five. Four. Uh-huh. So five, I think I hit, and it went to the right of the island into the water. <laughs> uh, I think number six, I chunked again. It went twenty feet. Number seven went long left. And hit off the bridge that brings you up to the <laughs> island green, ricocheted into the water. And number seven, I hit right as the guys that were behind us, the two from behind us, mm-hmm. right. and they were coming up. Is when I hit the seventh ball and I chunked that into the water. And that when they came, I was like, okay, I guess I'm done. And, I, and he didn't say, now he didn't say that, so I don't know what's going to happen because I see him he's still laughing after he hit it. I was like, am I going to have to like intervene and be like, just take his, take his bag from him and just drive him up to like, the dock? Stop, stop, yeah. yeah. stop it. <laughs> Yeah, but there was a period there between five and seven where I was like, is he legit not going to be able to hit a 100-yard shot? <laughs> like, in front of him? Yeah, I legit could not hit a 100-yard shot. It was nuts. <laughs> and I feel like Renditions was also the course where I was like, I got to give this game. Where, where did golf, like, just take my heart? Was it Renditions? Uh, no. It no, was, that was Upland Brain. That, was, was that, that wasn't PB. Was that PB Die? That was PB Die. PB Die. And we'll have more on PB Die next week, folks. Yeah. Golf DMV yeah. Federal News Network, 1500 AM, com. Buy a hat, buy a bag, buy a shirt. Please about something, yes. And we'll check in next week in much quieter situations. Yes, absolutely. Yes. I wish you guys nothing but best. The ceiling is the roof. Hey, everybody. It's Claude from Golf DMV on 1500 AM Federal News Network and Podcast One. want to invite you to join myself and Kevin Stanfield for the Federal Football Report this football season. Join us every day at 7 p.m. following the Redskins game. And we're bringing back for a third season America's favorite segment, fake news or not. Again, that's the Federal Football Report on Federal News Network on 1500 AM. This is Golf DMV. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples. There are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays, and Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone.